Hello everyone and welcome back to Not Another Podcast. Today, I, what? You got a name wrong, mate. How? You said Not Another Podcast. <laughs> no, I didn't. You fucking did. You missed out whiskey. Did I miss out it's whiskey? It's a whiskey podcast, oh, mate, and you right. forgot to say whiskey. Welcome back to Not Another Whiskey Podcast. My well apologies. Thanks, Mitch. <laughs> Thanks for keeping us right. I just thought it was a generic podcast just to chat about stuff. But we're here, actually, more so, Mitch, uh, to talk to the wonderful India Avalanche, who has joined us from the. Well, how do you how do you describe your job? You're the Malts Ambassador. Um, so, yeah, so I'm the UK Malts Ambassador for Bacardi. Fantastic. So, right. Yeah. Encapsulating all of their single malts. Which all is of their single malts. Pretty great job. It is a good job. It's a great job. Today we're going to focus very much on Aberfeldy, yeah. um, a distillery that you were at recently. I yes. was at very recently as well. Mitch, when was the last time you were at Aberfeldy? I was there. Oh, it was a while ago, man. I think it was about four years ago. Yeah. Um, but I love that distillery. I mean, yeah, I love good. the history, the heritage behind it. I love the story with jewels that you yeah. guys have done there. Yeah, yeah. And my favourite bit, I got taken to the secret bar. Secret Which we need special. to talk about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not that secret because I went there as well. <laughs> well, yeah, secret for special people, yeah. maybe. Yeah, nah, Mike. Uh, well, you got in some. Your colleague, Mike. He he took me in, and actually, it was lovely. It was really yeah. nice. Got to try five or six different Aberfeldies. It was it was brilliant. Um, but before we get into the whiskey, yes. and yeah, we uh, bring people in. We like to chat to them about how they ended up doing what they're doing, what their background is, and things like that. And um, yeah, you've got an interesting background in terms of how you ended up being a whiskey ambassador. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, um, being in the hospitality industry for forever. Yeah. Um, since you were a baby. Since I was yeah. a baby, <laughs> pretty much. Set of bar stools when my parents are working behind the bar drinking, obviously, not now. Pineapple juice or eating crisps or whatever. With yeah. many umbrellas in them. Yeah, yeah. Um, a little lager foam. Did you do that? Yeah. 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 So just, oh, just, yeah, so many umbrellas, like drinking tons of grenadine, running around like a yeah. cocktail, <laughs> packed up on sugar. Yeah. Um, yeah, my bedroom used to be underneath the cocktail bar for a while as well. So there was never any doubt that I'd end up doing something yeah, like this. Yeah. Um, it's great. I've always loved whiskey since before I was old enough to mm. be allowed to drink whiskey. Um, but yeah, I moved to London, started working great, in great cocktail bars mm. and then ended up being a gin ambassador yeah. for the last five years. So right. it's um, obviously always have fondness for juniper, but it's, it's no whiskey. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. So, um, so yeah, started to do. I was doing that for about five years, and then two months ago joined Bacardi. Yeah, to do this. So yeah, because you and I, we we've been chatting on and off for four or five years, maybe. Yeah, yeah just about like what's out there, yeah. what's happening, and Mitch and I get asked a lot. You know, how do you become a whiskey ambassador? The reality is, we haven't become a whiskey ambassador <laughs> for fifteen or twenty years. You know, because it was that long ago since we got into it, yeah, yeah. and the world has changed. So, yeah. and your your first. Your first few months as a whiskey ambassador, how, how's it been? Like, what, what's been happening? Like, how is it? Are you all, do you have to use TikTok and all that sort of stuff? What, what's the story? No TikTok. So yeah. I have a clue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I should ask my younger cousins. I'll teach you. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, I started the week before Burns Night, which is um, a very busy time to start a role in single malt Scotch whiskey. Yeah. Um, so it was great. It was pretty much being thrown in the deep end with my great colleagues, obviously Matthew and Mike. Um, and then ever since they're just kind of learning as much as I can about the brands. I got to yeah. visit all the distilleries in my third week. Yeah. So I kind of tour around visiting all of them and just learning as much as I can. Yeah. Obviously trying as much as I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to try all of the different Well, I think that's so. essential. You know, that's important, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then just now just kind of figuring out what the role is and yeah. 
going for it and just again just trying to learn there's so much to learn about each brand especially ones with uh, history as strong as Abfeldy. So yeah um, yeah just... before we before we get tucked into the whiskey yeah. you you know quite a lot of people in the industry because yes. you're from it you're born into it really um and you've also worked in gin as well who've kind of been your sort of inspirations like who is it that's kind of who, who is it that you've been watching from afar going I'd like to be in that role at some point, you know, who who inspired you to kind of feel that you want to be into whiskey? Well, there's um, a couple of people. So one was a good friend of mine, um, Stephanie Holt, mm -hmm. my speciality. And I just, yeah. when I was a baby bartender, back I think when she was at El Dorado, um, I went to one of her trainings. I was like, this person is amazing. Yeah. And the way she kind of trains and talks and teaches people just kind of really drawing you in. I was like, right, this is kind of what I want to, do yeah, yeah um another one as well she uh, yeah she used to many years ago you used to work next door to her mm. steph used to work in candy bar <laughs> oh yeah back in the day yeah before she moved to london no. and um yeah she's she's someone yeah elder Rado, what an amazing brand right exactly yeah like kind of got mm. me into drinking yeah. rum and then kind of following her when she moved speciality and yeah doing all the whiskey and she's so. just moved jobs recently yeah so she's at waterford is that where she's now, gone yeah. to right okay cool she's great because taste some delicious Irish whiskey. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, so yeah, yeah. so yeah. then what was your, your eureka moment for whiskey then? How did, how did that come about? Uh, I mean, I was bar backing at my parents' hotel when I, before I was old enough to drink, obviously. Don't know how much I'm allowed to say. You don't like um, to, you don't like, you don't like to, but, you don't like to bar back, are you not? Yeah, I think yeah, as long as you're not serving booze, yeah, I think you're yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I had a really bad wisdom tooth, like kind of effect, like it was really painful going through. And the bar manager at the time gave me a little measure of um, cast strength Ardbeg. Yeah. They like, told me to like rinse it around my mouth, like hold it in there. It would kind of numb the pain and because of the strong flavor, mask it and stuff. Mm -hmm. Didn't expect me to really, really love it. Did you really? I yeah. absolutely like loved it. Baptism of fire. Yeah, yeah. and I was yeah, pretty young and absolutely loved it. And that kind of started my journey into discovering whiskey. Yeah. So um, I think kind of started the other way around a lot of people get into whiskey started with the super strong peter dollar yeah. stuff and then worked my way into the kind of softer highlands and baysides but um yeah ever since then whiskey's been my absolute yeah and what a great portfolio you've got you've got to look after now I mean, yeah so good single malts. yeah and such variety yeah. as well which is really interesting mm. it means yeah no day is ever going to be boring because you've got such great whiskeys to be able to talk about yeah from your little trip up north then when you were out uh your, was it a few weeks ago you were yeah oh yeah what stood out i mean you you've did you go to all the distilleries did you get to altmore did yeah to went, went, to all, went to all five yeah yeah right so, okay um, there must have been a few little gems that were pulled out just to make you fall in love with those distilleries no <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, i mean it wouldn't be hard to fall in love with any of those distilleries yeah, um, yeah. i think craig Elkey is just so interesting with the different production yeah. techniques they use but aberfeldy is just so beautiful i think it mm. escaped the plight of many distilleries in the 60s of mm. having all of the buildings torn down and rebuilt mm. and it's still got the kind of beautiful victorian heritage and the kind of pagoda roof the doig ventilator and all mm. that beautiful stuff it's kind of stepping back in time mm. um but another interesting one was the Macduff distillery because that right. was just built specifically in the 60s and it yep. doesn't follow the same sort of pattern as other yeah. the other distilleries you go to it's completely different it's completely yeah. unique and kind of really beautiful in that sort of ugly 60s way yeah yeah it's quite cool isn't it mm. and, and, and style wise like Macduff we're not going to talk about Macduff yeah. particularly we're going to talk more about Aberfeldy but let's let's what what was what what whiskies did you try there did you try anything that sort of stood out was there anything that kind of 
Was it just the so cask that, samples? Yeah, no, that was just... <laughs> which is just, terrible, yeah, isn't it? It's uh, off gig. <laughs> cask samples that were like an anemic spirit for the distilleries as well, Aye. which was absolutely fascinating trying the yeah. spirit because it's not something you normally get to try. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we tried the Deverin up at Macduff and then nice. all the other distilleries are just different samples of whatever yeah. Gary had in his book. Brilliant. It's uh, pretty nice. It's not Very bad. Cool. Yeah, we'll come, we need to go around with you then next time. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, India, you're based down in London. Yes. Um, so how, I mean, I know you're only two months into the, the, the role, but how do you think you're going to split your time throughout the UK? Is it predominantly going to be based down in London? Um, at the moment, I think for the first couple of years it is very much focused on London okay. and just trying to build up the love for um, all the whiskey brands both mm. in and off trade down there um, but obviously I'll be hosting people up here up at the Felton okay. especially you're going to have customers so. coming up to the distilleries yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so, a good part of the job yeah, it's, it's really fun like getting yeah. to especially a lot of people down in London they've never been to Scotland before or yeah. especially to the Highlands so yeah. getting to I mean I hadn't been until very very recently so getting to bring people up and show them distillery and then having a night in Aberfeldy and yeah. it's just something really special and yeah, just getting to see that beautiful landscape, yeah. um, which is really kind of what Scotch whiskey is about, isn't it? That sense of place. It is, yeah. But one of my favourite places to drink whiskey is London, <laughs> right? So and, and everyone's like, oh, wait, you know, must, it must yeah. be the Scotch pubs. There must be places you go. And it's like, actually, you know, my favourite place to drink whiskey, one of them right up there is uh, Vintage House, Old Compton yeah, Street. Yeah, yeah. I love Soho anyway, like just being around the yeah, bars and the, the vibes. <laughs> I know, I do, I do. And, well, on that street, you've got Bar Termini, you've got Downstairs and Swift, yeah. you've got you've got Vintage House itself uh, yeah. with the Soho Whiskey Club, of absolutely. course. So you're going to be getting close to these guys, the whiskey clubs. Yeah, absolutely. and it, like, That's brilliant. You know? um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've worked in Soho for many years, Yeah, yeah. like on, in the bar side of things. So yeah. it's great place to run around then yeah milroy is just up the road as well totally yeah jerry's which is yeah. like the best booze shop in the world it's like kind right. of sweet shop for grown-ups yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah. so yeah it's just great it's in so many different types of bars yeah so what would be your ideal night for drinking whiskey in london you're starting <sighs> off at five o'clock and you're gonna go till a responsible time let's say what ten three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, like me and Dad's work out He's like 10 because he's thinking, like, oh, I need to get back for the kids. Yeah, exactly. Like, three yeah, o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. I mean, I'm not going to find many places open in London till three. I think it's a big There's no, I know, it's really not. It shuts earlier than yeah, here. Yeah, it's yeah. nightmare. Um, I mean, it really depends, obviously. Um, if you're going to go in Soho, obviously, you're going to places like Vintage House and Millroy's yeah. kind of be more just sitting at the bar drinking some interesting drams. Um, and then if you wanted to, yeah, to kind of move up a little bit again, going down to Swift, especially if you've got the, the pianist playing yeah. down there and that kind of atmosphere of like live piano music, sipping some delicious whiskey cocktails. Yeah. Um, and then again, if you want to kind of head into East London, maybe you've mm. got um, some more kind of your fun cocktails. You've got Kalu Kale, which is always, if you want yeah. to have a fun night out. I mean, I used to work there many yeah, years yeah. ago, so it's kind of a little shameless plug, but... Uh, Millroy's have opened as well another bar um, Silverleaf yeah so um, I, I didn't get yeah. down I was down, I was down recently and Silverleaf was, was right on my list yeah. I went down to 100 Shoreditch and my, and my C, plan C was library, yeah, yeah Seed Library and then my plan was to go down to Silverleaf which looks amazing so beautiful is it yeah. so beautiful um, how are the drinks are they good absolutely incredible so is there's it? one say like Craig Ellick the Craig Ellicky one oh my gosh, right. I don't know how to mention it's um, pineapple and miso okay and just absolutely dangerously delicious. yeah yeah so it's like kind of having the skill of incredible cocktails and people that know a lot about whiskey but in that kind of five-star hotel bar setting yes yeah. so so fun. this is just for everyone who who hasn't been yet because it's just opened right 
Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So this is a beautiful bar. It's, it's owned by the guys at Milroy's? Yes, yeah, so I've like run by them, but it's yeah. part of the Pan Pacific Hotel. Right. Um, so it's a five-star hotel bar, but run by people that really know what they're doing. I and like that. Like, obviously know all about whiskey, and they've got little whiskey tasting rooms and stuff. So it's kind of like the best of both yeah. worlds. Yeah. Um, so yeah. on the on the on the whiskey cocktails, you you've worked in cocktail bars before. Yes. You're going to be looking after all these venues that are bashing out amazing whiskey cocktails, and we've 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 seen this whole thing go full circle. Yeah, yeah. Because when we were at Diageo, nobody wanted to speak to us about whiskey at that time, um, mm. and then we'd started to bring whiskey into the bars, and then everyone was kind of against putting whiskey in cocktails, and it took yeah. quite a long time for people to kind of come round to that idea, um, like. What what are you what are the cocktails you're enjoying at the moment with Scotch that you're like sort of like I mean, go back for more? I've always been someone that, I mean, obviously I appreciate drinking a fine single malt neat like it's a lovely way to try try the mm. expression, try the distillery's expression. But um, always been the way like if you want to enjoy whiskey, drink it the way you want to drink it. Yeah. And never been kind of a snob about mixing delicious mm. whiskeys and drinks. So like classic whiskey highball. It's yeah. Just like especially coming into spring summer as we are now. Um, I've got a problem with the highball because. What is your problem, Daz? Uh, well, I like the drink, yeah. The, in the UK, our glasses are massive in yeah, bars. Yeah. They're like 12-ounce glasses. They're soft drinks glasses. They're much smaller now in London. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like glassers. So the moral, moral of the story is drink highballs in London. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, not the crap pubs I obviously visit. <laughs> no, because it is. It's, the glasses are massive, right? Yeah. And if, you, if you're only using a single shot... And then you're topping that up with soda. I mean, that, you that's, can that's where you're going wrong. Yeah. Plus, it's like always have a double shot. Yeah, like, but well, who, whoever's making it. it. But that is the big issue. Is the, the UK beat yeah. Japan a lot, and like the highballs there are brilliant because the glasses are small, the ice yeah. is yeah, actually big. It's tasting. Yeah, yeah, you're not getting like over dilution from the yeah. ice. Um, I think that's like one of Dave Room's books, just a little whiskey ones, and kind of going through about what to mix it with. And it was years ago, and I was reading obviously like, mixing with coconut water mm-hmm. and then chilled green tea, and that kind of started yeah. like opened up my eyes and now um yeah over lockdown i left a mug of green tea like over brewing i completely forgot about it went cold mm. i was like well i'm not gonna throw this away made a cordial out of it added some whiskey top coconut water perfect that was my drink for the summer there we go oh. right yeah. we need to bash over a recipe yeah. 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 give that one a try yeah, yeah. accidental so- overbrew green tea to <laughs> like, yeah. it's my like drink of the year yeah yeah exactly so India, obviously your your role as malts ambassador is going to be education on on these five single malts yeah. that you have but is it also going to bring in this whole cocktail aspect of it so i think um so my time's going to be split obviously on trade working with bars about cocktails but mm. also um educational with kind of the whiskey specialists the shops the bars and that's most people buy their whiskey at a shop they buy a bottle to take home so i think it's kind of then educating as well as people drinking it in bars educating the people in stores and ways to advise the customers to drink whiskey yeah. and as I said it's you don't have to be sitting drinking really strong whiskey just neat grimacing through it by a fire and mm. that's yeah, it yeah. like mm. there's kind of there's so many ways to enjoy drinking whiskey and it's mm. like kind of the demographics of who's drinking whiskey is really opening up as mm. well so i think that's kind of a big part of yeah. well, my job going forward i've been sitting with a nice dram of Aberfeldy in front of mm. me that i haven't touched yet I'm yep. lying. I've touched it a couple of times. <laughs> I was going to say, I've definitely had a couple of sips. Um, so let's get into this, India. This yes. is a, a, such a good... I think this is one of the, the, the biggest underrated single malts out there. I mean, oh, absolutely. So tell us about it. Tell us a little bit of, uh, of history and heritage about Aberfeldy. So Aberfeldy um, was created kind of back in 1898 to become the heart malt of Dewar's. Right. So that was the whole purpose behind Aberfeldy. Um, Tommy Dewar and John Alexander Dewar's like kind of... John Dewar's, the founders of Dewar's, is 
sons taken over the business. Um, business was booming due to kind of mm. the marketing genius of Tommy Dewar. And they just weren't able to get enough whiskey from other distilleries to kind of satisfy the demand that they were creating. Yeah. And also just having that consistency. Um, so they created Abfeldi. They were looking at sites to build their distillery. Um, decades prior, there'd been a distillery up, further up the uh, Patilli Burn, which is the water source we use, mm-hmm. that produced delicious whiskey. And back then they're like, oh, well, delicious water, delicious whiskey. They mm-hmm. thought, well, that means we're going to create delicious whiskey. So that's why they picked Abfeldi, one of the reasons. Um, another reason was that it was a couple of miles down the road from where their father was born. Yeah. It's called a village of dull. Mm-hmm. Um, which interesting enough, have twinned up with um, boring and bland <laughs> in Oregon and Australia, respectively. Is it, is, is it actually? Is it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a joke? No. And they've created the trinity of tedium. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I love that. That's, that's amazing. So, yeah, um, yeah nice little. Has anyone, um, do, uh, do you know anyone that's been to all three? I don't personally know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I would be a trip, wouldn't it? I think there, there must be. It's like this. I think there's a there's a release within yeah. this at some point, and I know it's very difficult to get people excited about bland, dull. What was the other one? Boring. Boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But a, a, a trinity of tedium would would be a great release of vintages. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So um, you, you can steal that one from. Yeah, us. I will. I'll, yeah, t- I'll just yeah, take, yeah. take it to global. And I hope, right. Yeah, I hope your marketing <laughs> department are listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be like, yeah, Brian. Um, yeah, India, why are you wasting your time with that guy, Dad? He's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was where John Dewar was founded. Um, beautiful water near where, was, where he was um, born, not not where his father was founded, where he was born. Um, and they had train links to yeah. Perth, which back in the 1800s, you know, roads were pretty terrible. And that uh, part of the yeah. world's massive, isn't it? Because yeah. Bells was from there, the famous Grouse yeah. is from there. Hague is not far away down exactly. in Mark Inch and stuff. So it's like yeah. that central lower highlands, I yeah. suppose, is a massive area yeah. for historic blends. Absolutely. Less important these days. Yeah. Um, obviously, Jewers was in Perth as well, right? So yeah, was, that was their, that was their yeah. kind of their shop was in yeah. Perth. So again, mm. super close. Yeah. So not too far from Abfeldy at all. Um, so yeah, distillery was built, designed by Charles Doig, who obviously mm-hmm. built kind of majority of distilleries at yeah, the yeah. time. Um, I said we're lucky to still have like the majority of the original buildings mm-hmm. there. Um, and the original style, obviously, the Doig ventilator to create that kind of the airflow to make sure that back then, obviously, everyone was drying the malt with peat and we didn't want to be a peat, like have that strong flavour of peat even back then before yeah. we started burning other things. Um, so even then, the style of Abfeld has always been kind of light and golden, honeyed and smooth and rich. And that was what we wanted from the beginning mm-hmm. and what we're kind of striving for now. And, and going back to the water source, mm. I love... Because you guys call Aberfeldy the golden dram, yes. right? And there's a little bit about gold so, and panning yeah. for gold. So there. the Patilli Burn um, is our water source. It's fantastic for us because it's really fast and constant stream yeah. of beautiful water. But um, yeah, known as golden dram, not only because obviously the beautiful golden hue of the whiskey and the kind of honeyed note you get, it's also there's traces of alluvial gold in mm. the water source. So you could put on some wellies and go panning for gold. But if you do find anything, you have to like report it to the Queen. And say, oh, I found this gold. Can I keep it? And chance I shall say, no. you know, no, because yeah, yeah, yeah. everything belongs to her that you found. Has it's anyone just... has anyone found any like massive nuggets? Yeah, so quite like a few years ago, I um, can't remember how big it was, but quite a big chunk. Really? Of gold, really? yeah. Um, and but... did it go to the queen? Yeah. <laughs> what did she say? Yeah, she she wants it. Obviously. Oh, does she? Yeah. 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 Not like why she is that? Because it's her land. Yeah. She's, no, because she's wedged. She wants more money. She wants more money. She's yeah. greedy. Yeah. yeah. 
Hey, you better watch out, man. She listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you get some people treason, knocking on the door. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be our oldest listener, you, I suspect. You, you yeah. get those guards with like big point, big hats coming yeah, to the door. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just shit on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what we say is we turn the water source. We can't keep the gold, but we turn it into liquid gold. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Story. That's, That's very it. cool. Actually, when I was when I was up recently, um, it snowed when we were there, <gasps> yeah. literally, and then the sun blasted yeah. through and it was just ridiculous it was it's so, so beautiful, beautiful. Nice up there. Yeah, yeah and we had a we had a couple of drams of the 16 year old actually just by the the Patilly burn 16, which was very yeah. lovely i mean that is the standard take take people there yeah. drink delicious whiskey overlooking and then it kind of makes you fall in love i tell you what yeah, we did yeah. get um forget me um forgive me but the 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 fellow that looks after us at the distillery he's the he's gary. the is it gary yeah he's the, the brand home ambassador yes he made some unbelievable hot toddies. He's got an incredibly mm. hot, like incredible hot toddy recipe. I keep meaning to ask him for it. I think it's the best hot toddy it. I've yeah. ever tasted. Um, especially because you, you're drinking it with the new make. Yeah. And I think drinking hot toddies with the new make is what... It was what, a designed was, for, right? Yeah, it's yeah, what yeah. hot toddies were to kind yeah. of mask the yeah. harshness of the new make spirit. With Abfeld, we're incredibly lucky that the new make spirit is delicious yeah like it's that is the best hot toddy i've ever yeah. had i no think it's, it's such a great distillery because you've got so many things that go on there you've got the story of jewelers yeah. like that whole you know um exhibition i suppose it is right yeah that takes kind of you through that story in the history. Yeah. Yeah, really yeah. cool. you've got an amazing cafe restaurant yeah. up there and the, the secret bar yeah, the which secret i want to get back yeah. to well let's get let's but before we do we let's chat about some, this yeah, yeah let's <laughs> chat about this 12 year old take us india take us through this uh aberfeldy 12 year old so, in front of us aberfeldy 12 kind of the kind of obviously the one that most people end up drinking hmm. from the core range and they said the whole point of aberfeldy is that kind of beautiful honeyed rich note yeah. um and we get that from kind of really long fermentation time. Mm. So average on average, it's like about 72 hours. So most distilleries are running about 55, right? Yeah, 55, 60-ish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so having that extra long fermentation, you're getting this kind of lovely honeyed, fruity notes. It's like as I was saying with the new make spirit, it kind of tastes like beautiful kind of apple and pear defeat. Yeah. It's, mm. yeah. it's something you can drink very easily by itself, which a lot of new makes... You can't. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and what Stephanie McLeod, um, our malt master, um, and also the master blender for Jewers, wanted to, obviously with the aging process, didn't want to mask that kind of honeyed, fruity yeah. note. Just kind of wanted to emphasize it. So it's a mixture of four different casks. Um, so first fill bourbon and first fill sherry. Mm -hmm. um, and then refill bourbon and rechar bourbon. Yeah. So obviously they're kind of marrying up those four casks together after being aged for at least 12 years yeah. in this case so kind of getting all those different influences from the different barrels to yeah kind of harmonize together because it is it when you when you talk about that kind of odb fruity style mm. you know it it suggests a lighter yeah. style of single malt although i would say when you taste this it's quite full flavored yeah you've got it's not a pushover by no, any no. means yeah it's, it's quite a robust uh fruity full flavored single malt yeah. even at the 12 which is a relatively accessible single malt Absolutely. whiskey, yeah. but it still delivers it's quite a lot got, of flavour. Yeah, a lot going on. Yeah. And um, as I said, so you've got kind of, yeah, the fruity honey notes. You've yeah. got so you've got vanilla um, mm. coming through and the tiniest like hint of smoke yeah. and getting from those kind of retail casks mm -hmm. and it just kind of balances out. As and a, there's a weight yeah. from the sherry. It's got a yeah, super yeah. long finish, yeah. like lovely kind of feeling in the mouth. Yeah, it's a big mouthfeel. Mm. I think so. And then let's talk about the other expressions. Yeah, so... 16-year-old, we mm -hmm. mentioned earlier. Um, same four casks, but then yep. married together and then finished for a further six months yep. um, in Oloroto oh. sherry. 
lovely sound. Yeah, I did. I'd like the sixteen. Yeah. I did yeah, enjoy yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, sixteen is my kind of sitting by a fire in the winter. Yeah. Dram. Cozy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that kind of like fruit cakey cherry yeah. notes. Um, and then the twenty-one, so the kind of third in our mm. core range, is again the f- same four casks as twelve, but then no sherry finishing. So the so, twenty-one was weird. Yeah. Like really nice. I'm sure it was the twenty-one I was tasting when I was up in the in the bar there recently, and they had this like really fresh cucumbery kind of yeah, like, like crazy limey kind of quality. Yeah. It was mm. it was it was really interesting, and I hadn't really tried that. I haven't had that flavour, I don't think, from a whiskey uh. in the past where I've gone, I've just kind of been sort of struck by it and gone, what is that? You know, in chatting to the Gary at the distillery, he was like, it's come up a few times. It's yeah, got this cucumber. really kind yeah. of vibrant, fresh, light kind of quality. And I, and I wasn't sure. It was almost like lime marmalade slash cucumber yeah. because it's got that kind of like really fresh vibe. Like amazing for a 21. I love yeah. that. And I love that when you get an old whiskey like that and it has those, those vibrant exactly. flavors. Yeah. And then rather yeah. than kind of the more kind of just this like super rich honey, it's that's more kind of your like floral heather honey. Yeah, it's floral through. and fragrant. And, yeah. and those those are great when you get older whiskies because yeah. it can come through in different ways. Sometimes it can be lavenders. Sometimes Absolutely. it can be yellow fruits. That one was, yeah, fresh cucumber, lime mm. marmalade, really, really beautiful. Uh, have you tried that? I haven't, but I think India said there's a bottle in the post for me. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. Just, got just sample. ask Matthew, he'll say that. Yeah, well, I've, I've actually, I took a driver's pack away from the distillery, so I've got a sample, um, which I'll give you one day. It's um, yeah. lovely to try yeah. the 12 and the 21 side by side because they are, ha- are using the exact same barrels. Yeah. Just the 21 is aged for that. Yeah. Yeah, extra nine years. My maths. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're asking the wrong people, isn't it? No, but I was, I was, I was genuinely, I was, I was impressed by it. Really impressed by it. It always helps when you're in a warehouse tasting mm. and things That's like that. Yeah, yeah they'll always yeah. taste better in a warehouse. But I mean, it was really pleasant. And Daz, that's a nice segue because talking about warehouses, let's talk about the secret bar. So yeah, the that se- you guys have got the secret bar is, um, yeah, pretty special place. So yeah. you're going into Aberfeldy. You've got the old warehousing. We don't warehouse any of our whiskies there anymore, um, just space. Um, uh, but we've obviously kind of ties into the visitor center and then around the back where it used to be the filling um, part of the warehouse, got this little slidey door that you open up and it's just this amazing little bar with obviously all of the Aberfeldy mm-hmm. ranges and all of our other single malts that so you can just sit there and just try yeah. some of the most incredible whiskies. And what's it called now? Because when I was there, it was called the Scotch Egg Club. Is it still the same? No. Re- been... I, I asked about that recently, and that's not a thing anymore. That's they that's killed done. that. Yeah, I think yeah, they, yeah. they killed that before my time. Yeah. Um... <laughs> they, did, they did good hats. Because <laughs> uh, Fraser, and guys yeah. that worked for Bacardi many years prior, um, they yeah they used to run around with their cool snapback hats. And yeah, quite yeah. liked the idea of it. They were yeah. they played this sort of Scottish weird games out in different places I mean, around got, the world. they've got like and... giant Jenga in that. Yeah. Um, in the bar as well with them. Um, got kind of engraved with the jurisms yeah so it's like the kind of phrases that tommy Dewar liked to give us a couple say. of jurisms do you have any off the bat off the bat do you know <laughs> <laughs> um, so how does someone get an invite to the the, the secret bar then i'll, I'll sort you out yeah. yeah yeah but anyone listening how can they get access to it is it like vip only they have to see you up at the distillery and be like oh, to be a customer of again yours. Yeah. i don't 
actually no. Like I thought people, I bring them up, but I, yeah, reckon, yeah. I reckon there's a way if you speak to Gary. Speak yeah. To, so speak anyone Gary, listening, Gary. speak to Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say India sent you. Yeah. And you want to see the secret yeah. bar? I think. There you go. Yeah. That'll I'm be fine. Get in trouble, Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cheers, 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 Gaz. And, yeah. So, <laughs> and use, use codes. Uh, use the code Aberfeldy six one two eight. That's the secret. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. That's just, gonna just totally made that. Up. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, don't yeah, use yeah. that. Don't, 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 don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it might work. Though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, fantastic place. Um, obviously, get to try all the yeah. amazing different ranges. So most recent one, kind of releases are one which I got to drink a lot of when we were there a couple of weeks yeah. ago was um, Abfeldi finished in Coke Roti red wine cups yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. which very recently won best in its category at the World Whiskey Awards. Yeah. Congratulations. Is, thank you very much. Mm. Um, yeah, if you ever get a chance to try it. Yeah, eighteen year old finished in coat roti. Yeah, um, wine cast, and it just it's definitely tasting it. So it's like like drinking and eating mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. That's so, a that's a good that's a good reason to try something. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. it tastes like eating mess, which yeah. is always a always a good tasting Very note pleasant. to have. When people do visit the distillery, because mm. it's a well visited distillery, yes. it's very well set up for it as well. They often stay in a certain place, right? You guys, when you're up there, what's the hotel called that you guys stay in? Is it? when you're up so we stay at the townhouse hotel yeah but um we eat quite often down the road in the grand tolly the grand hotel so that, as well. yeah, 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 yeah 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 that's a great spot it's so beautiful yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. The, the food is absolutely incredible is it um and they kind of do a lot of our kidding just like a little nibbly bits they do nibbly yeah. bits in the distillery and, and you've and got the chocolatier next to it as well yeah or? i haven't actually been there i shot yeah, when i amazing. went uh, yeah. apparently it's very easy to spend a ridiculous amount of money yes yeah <laughs> i'm blanking on the name of that now so i think it's the highland chocolatier it is yeah, right. ian, yeah. Burnett. yeah. ian burnett that's mm. right yeah, yeah. Um, memory, apparently it's memory. amazing um matthew's saying somewhere in abfoli as well you can get iron brew donuts yeah they oh. yeah they, they, they weren't selling them when we were up because apparently it's only for like tourist season locals there no but there's not brew donuts yeah so he hyped up these iron brew donuts. We're really excited. Got and up there, weren't there? Yeah, got it. Absolutely got it. I do want an iron brew donut now. Yeah, because I missed out on the restaurant because yeah. when I was up, I was driving, so I had to come up. I was up during the day. We had all the snacks and stuff, and the, the lunch was amazing yeah. at Rafeldi. But then we, the guys went on and they went there for dinner at it's, night. And everyone that uh, speaks to me about their experience at Aberfeldy, like, you need to go to this place for dinner. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And it's amazing. Yeah. And mm. then they all yeah, go back to Aberfeldy, stay at the townhouse and in the morning have our porridge with whiskey. Poured on yeah, top. lovely. Yeah. I'll need always to do that nice, next always time. Always a nice yeah, thing yeah, to do yeah, in Scotland. So I want to know what's going on with Aberfeldy. What are you guys doing? I mean, Stephanie's working with these crazy casks yes. right now with Dewars. Yeah. Is any, any of that going to come through with Aberfeldy? So we've obviously had the kind of red wine series, yeah. um, which the Coat Roti was the most recent one, uh, released end of last year. We had uh, uh, Puyak and Pomerol prior mm. to that. There are a couple of new releases coming out later in the year. Uh-huh. I cannot say. Carry on, carry on. I cannot oh, say any more than that. We won't put it out. <laughs> India, finish that Eberfeldi and then yeah, I'm sure it'll come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep your eyes peeled. Two okay. really delicious um, limited editions coming out cool. Cool, cool. Um, in the autumn. Brilliant. In the autumn? Yes. So we're recording this in... What month are we in? April? We are in April. April. So this will go in May. Yeah. yeah, so we've got, we don't have that long so, to wait. So yeah, no, just a couple yeah. of months. What's the best way to sort of follow you then in terms of what you're up to and the sort of programmes you're working on and So things? I mean, Instagram probably yeah. is you, so um, india.blanche um, yeah. is me. At the I'm trying to think of a kind of funny whiskey pun to change my handle to. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> any suggestions, guys? Yeah, Mitch like, is quite good at that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whiskey Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> I just think like... I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with my name, it just would make it seem like the whiskey's from India and there's, there's yeah, yeah. there but it just 
wouldn't quite tie in with Abfeldi. I'm just thinking, if this goes out and you can't find India on Instagram, mm. it means she's legally changed her name to Hamish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sounds more Scottish and more whiskey-related. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, any suggestions for some uh, yeah punny handles? Yeah, punny handles. Send, send them my way. <laughs> Well, India, thank you so much for being on the yeah, program. Thank you for having me. It's been a me. pleasure having you here. Um, yeah, thanks for bringing that Rafeldi as well. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a yeah, it's a overlooked whiskey often, isn't it? Mm. It's one of those that's definitely showing up more and more every shop yeah, I go to now. Absolutely. I'm seeing more and more Aberfeldy and actually seeing it being reviewed a lot more as well. I suppose yeah. as you're releasing the limited editions and stuff, it's, yeah. it's getting a lot of kind of column inches, which is great. Absolutely, yeah. I think it's. Um, a great whiskey if people are kind of getting into whiskey to kind yep. of start drinking but also again it's got that complexity that depth of flavor for kind of whiskey aficionados yeah drink as well but yeah i've got getting my mum into whiskey and the 16 was the one that i'm giving her and nice yeah, she loves it she's got Fantastic. good taste yeah, yeah she yeah. was sad when i left gin but now I'm was it oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well thank you so much cheers, cheers. Nice nice to see you. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.